Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Natalie Abbott, and today I have my sister, Vera Schmitz, with me. Hey, everybody. I felt like, like singing my uh, my welcome. I feel welcomed by that. Okay, I feel good. also like we're in the the uh, musical Oklahoma. That sounded very Oklahoma y to me. I don't I'm not into musicals. I know, shame on me. So I don't even know if that sounded like Oklahoma. Yeah. Something about it did to me because of maybe the extra vibrato at the end. Welcome everybody. <laughs> like that's good. <laughs> That's, I mean, if you want to keep embarrassing yourself, I'm going to keep letting you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. so today um, we'll get started here. Uh, today we're talking about Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which is the fruit of the spirit. Uh, so I'm going to just read that verse for us, and then we're going to get talking because we've got a lot to talk about with this verse. Um, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Dems a lot of fruits. Uh, against such things, there is no law. So there it is, that long list. It's an awesome list. I want all of that. Well, that's what this month is for. That's right. That's right. Okay, so Vera, yes. you have this really awesome quote that I just absolutely love, and I think it's super helpful. So what is this quote that you have? Yeah, actually, um, I had the privilege of writing one of the blog posts this month, and I, I wrote on this quote. It's a C.S. Lewis quote that's been one of my most favorite since I read it. Uh, and it says that courage is not simply one of the virtues, but the form of every virtue at its testing point. So what does that mean? Okay, so it's like this. So if let's say you're, you, the, the, we'll take the first in the list here is love. Okay, so what does this mean? If we take a look at the list that we have of words, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, blah, 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 blah. Let's just take love, for example. Everybody, like anybody can love when it's easy. Mm -mm. Like when you're falling in love or when you... Um, when people are lovable. When they're lovable, when people are delightful, when you make a new friend and you're like, man, I just love that person. It, it's easy to love them. And so loving is easy until it's hard to love. And then in order to love someone, it requires courage to love through the hard part. So it's easy to love until it's hard to love. And then loving deeply requires courage. And awesome. it's, it's the same with every single one on our list. Like anybody can be joyful until it's really hard to be joyful because of your circumstances, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, and then it requires courage to wake up and choose to be delighted in the day. I just love that. I love that idea. Let's go through the rest of them. Can we? Sure. Okay. So let's think about peace then. So um, it's easy to be peaceful or to have peace until our lives get interrupted or they get disrupted. Mm -hmm. And then what do we want to go to? We want to go to chaos. We want to go to being anxious and, and kind of all, you know, jumbled up at that point to be at peace requires great courage to trust in God midst your disruption and your distraction and your mm. um, circumstance. Yeah. 
that one's a really hard one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I, I feel like that is a hard one. Let's keep going. Okay. I, I love this. I love this. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay. I love this practice. Okay. okay. It is easy to be kind to one another. So that's our next one, kindness. It is easy to be kind to one another. No, no, no. You skipped patience. Oh, maybe that was on purpose. <laughs> Stop being so impatient with this list. <laughs> okay. It, it is easy to be patient or to have patience until somebody continually pushes your button over and over and over and over again, like a three-year-old. Hmm. I always think of that, um, the part in the movie Elf when... Uh, well, Farrell gets onto the elevator and he pushes <laughs> one button and then he pushes the next and then he takes both hands and he pushes all the buttons all the way up. You know, the <laughs> yes. Like that's how it feels sometimes to have a three-year-old. So it's uh -huh. really easy to be patient and, and, you know, wait on my child, for instance, um, until they push all of the buttons. And then it requires courage to take a deep breath mm -hmm. and to continue to be patient. And to wait for the elevator to stop at every single <laughs> floor. That's exactly right. Okay, so next one is kindness. It's easy to be kind to one another. When people are kind to you. When, when they're kind to you, it's so easy. I'm like, wow, that person's so kind. I'm so kind. We're kind. It's easy to be kind until we find out, for instance, our neighbor is not going to vote like us. Hmm. Um, and then it requires a lot of courage to lay down our arms <laughs> and mm. be tenderhearted and to be considerate of the other person. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a, for instance, I mean, it could, you can fill that blank with anything, but I'm just thinking about, you know, the election this month or uh, next month and everything. Next one, goodness. It is easy to choose to be good or to do good mm. until sin looks really attractive and we're in a we're in a um, vulnerable spot, in which case it requires tremendous courage to stand up and choose to walk in the light, like our September verse. Mm -hmm. You know, to continue to be a light on the hill. Next one, faithfulness. It is easy to be faithful when people are faithful to you. It's easy to be faithful until the grass seems greener on the other side, and then it requires great courage to be steadfast. I feel like that's a hard one. I, I, that one to me is it like hits me right, right here in the chest Ugh! because mm -hmm. I am getting older <laughs> and not that I'm old, old, but I've been a Christian now for over 20 years and any verse that talks about faithfulness over time, I'm like, ah, I can still do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like that's one of my greatest fears is of becoming faithless, of, of giving up the things that I've held so tightly to for so long. Mm -hmm. So, and it does take courage, you know, to kind of stand against the grain and say, no, this is really what I believe. I, I'm still believing this. I'm still mm -hmm. doing it. Still, still holding still on to it. this. Yep. That's right. Um, gentleness. It is easy. Gentleness is something I don't feel like we value this in our culture to mm. be gentle. Um, that's just a sidebar, but um, it is easy to be gentle until someone pushes our buttons again. Like somebody is, maybe purposefully trying to rile us up yeah. and then it requires courage to not give way to our desire to be harsh back. Yeah. Amen. I live in the city of Chicago and there are many times when somebody is harsh or rude to me 
that I just want so badly to be brewed back. And it's funny because the other day, Jason and I, my husband and I were in traffic and Jason <laughs> said something about how someone had just cut us off. And he was like, wouldn't it be fun if we just like rolled our windows down and we're like, oh, it's okay. I know you're probably having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> but in the moment, doesn't it, it seems like it feels really good to yell and throw your arms up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, as you drive away, you're like, man, that was, that was intense of me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where did that come out of? Oh, yeah. my deep sinful heart. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then our last one is self-control. It's easy to have self-control until our temptations um, seem overpowering. And then it requires pure courage to have the self-discipline to be self-controlled. Mm. That's hard. It's super yeah. hard. And now the, the interesting thing about this, this is a really nice list and it's a really, you know, interesting way to look at these things. But th the reality of it is none of us can do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> none of us. Well, you know, here's the thing though, is that I, I think that there is this beautiful tension in scripture between the grace of God and the things that he calls us to do. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, you know, it, if I just like read that list and tried out of my own effort to, to love people, to have joy, to be pa peaceful, patience, all these things, mm -hmm. like it's impossible. Mm -hmm. It takes about 10 minutes of parenting for me to lose one of those things. Or all of them. Or all of them at the same time, <laughs> you know, or, you know, in a relationship with a friendship, you mm. know, it's so easy in a moment to, to lose these things. So yeah. like, what does that look like, Nat? What does it look like? You mean? To, to actively try and pursue this list of the fruit that we have because of the spirit inside of us. I mean, I think it, I think you're right. I think that's the key is that we have the spirit inside of us. These are the fruits of the spirit. So it is the spirit's work in our hearts that, that creates this ability in us to to, to correct ourselves, I, I guess. Um, so I think about times when I've gotten in a fight with somebody and said things I shouldn't say and lost my patience, been unkind, you know, lost my self-control, all of the things. And I go away and I might for like five minutes be like, yeah, and I said this and this, 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 this and I might be like, I should have said that and da, da, da. but it doesn't take very long for the spirit to like convict me and for me to be like, oh, I, that was all that was all wrong mm -hmm. and to see myself and to want to ask for forgiveness mm -hmm. and to to come before that person and say I am so sorry I was not kind to you I was impatient I was not tender I did not love you and sure like there's a part of me that always wants that person to see their own sin and to acknowledge that but ultimately one of the things we always say in our house is you're responsible for you Mm -hmm. So I'm responsible for me. I'm responsible bef before God, for my heart before God. And genuinely, when I apologize to somebody for being hurtful to them, it almost always elicits the same kind of, it, it, it opens up the gateway for there to be reconciliation instead of furthering down that path of resentment and anger. So I see that as being something, and again, it's the spirit that's at, that's at work, you mm -hmm. know, but but God calls us also to act. So you you see this this strange dichotomy here, where sometimes we want to say, "Oh no no, it's it's all God's work, and and the Spirit is who gives us these things, and we can't 
we can't take any part or any, you know, it's just, it's just God, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the sort of like pray and let God move and work and sit back and just don't do anything. Or there's the opposite of that, which is, I'm going to get me these things. I'm going to do it. I've got this list. I'm going to achieve it in my own strength. And both are wrong because I think God, not only God is the one who is working, but he's calling us also to work alongside of him, Mm -hmm. to work in the same way that he's working, to be his partner in in our um, process of becoming more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we can't just sit back and expect these fruits to sort of manifest themselves if we're not doing anything to encourage them. But at the same time, if we're trying to just like make things grow on our tree of the fruit of the spirit, it's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we mm-hmm. can't make it grow either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, my hope is that this month is that as we kind of dive into each of the different fruits is that we would be courageous in trying something new. Mm-hmm. When you feel that breaking point of like, I can literally not love this person anymore. <laughs> right. I cannot show love to this person anymore. When we mm. feel that breaking p- point that we would have the courage to try something new and to keep on. Yeah. There was an NPR story um, a couple weeks ago where there was a woman who had a different political position than her best friend. And they had been best friends for like 30 years. And she decided that was it. She was writing off her friend. She couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was so sad to think. And I, I just think as believers, we don't get that out. Mm-hmm. We are called beyond ourselves to have a supernatural spirit-given ability to care for people in this way. So that's about all we have, I think. I would love to chat more, but I'm hearing Vera's kids wake up. So <laughs> like, we're going to let oh you go, no. girl. You know what? That was just the right amount of time. Everybody's like, okay, guys, it's time to be done. And wrap it up. Kids, yep. Wrap it up. <laughs> I've been patient long enough. Come That's right. Me. <laughs> That's right. Your kids have been waiting. So uh, thanks for joining me this week, Vera. We are so excited about this verse. And for those of you who haven't read her blog, it should already be out by the time this podcast comes out. So take a read and um, yeah, it's exciting to get to dwell on these these verses this month. So I hope that you guys are, are learning a lot and always be sure to share that with us because we love to hear it. Thanks everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.